I kind of came up with the formula to help people, you know, because my my purpose in life is to bring people to their greatness and let them. One of my favorite movies as a kid was Pay It Forward, you know, and for years I was in significance and certainty. And as Tony says, you know, you'll you'll never be happy if you're focused on significance and certainty. You know, you got to lose the ego and you got to get into contribution and and growth. You know, that's growth and contribution is where you have to live. You know, and paying it forward. You know, because giving is receiving, right? You know, and that's what, that's what it comes down to. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Estate Rundown. Today, I am honored to have Ken Van Lu on my show. You guys are going to want to tune in to see what Ken's got to say because I don't know about you guys, but I've never got to interview or meet someone that actually builds skyscrapers. So guys, this guy not only builds skyscrapers, he does it in the most competitive and ferocious market on the planet, which is New York City. So you're going to want to tune into the Real Estate Rundown and watch me and Ken have this great conversation about his modern wealth building formula that he not only uses to raise millions of dollars and tens of hundreds of floors, where he's building out skyscrapers in New York City, but he's gonna drop some beautiful knowledge on us on how we're gonna be able to employ these principles ourselves. So guys, the Real Estate Rundown, Ken Van Lu and me, it's a winning combination, guys. We'll see you back here in a minute. Welcome to the RobNet Real Estate Rundown Podcast, where Shannon RobNet has handpicked industry experts to discuss all aspects of investing in the real estate world and seeks to help all real estate investors improve their education and their proven strategies to grow their real estate journeys. Now, here's your host. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. Today, my guest is Ken Van Lu. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you, Shannon. It's a real pleasure to be here. So, Ken, I mean, I, I got to know. I mean, really, it's an honor because I, I, I do garden style, right? So we do three-story, and that's like all we do. We don't use elevators. We don't do anything. And I'm actually having the opportunity to interview a guy that builds skyscrapers. How, how did you do it? I mean, you're, you're, you're building skyscrapers in New York City. Tell me your story. I got to know. Absolutely. You know, it's it was very fortunate. I kind of fell into it. <laughs> And it started when I was 17. My little league coach gave me a job one summer working on a major dam rehabilitation. And I had this taste for big time construction for my last two years in high school. And I go to college and I, I wasn't the smartest guy in the, 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 the tool shed, I guess you could say, the sharpest tool in the tool shed. I created the six year plan in college and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, I, I was an all state football player, so I had some gridiron experience. So after practicing for three years. I met my wife taking Calc 2 for the third time. She taught me how to study. And then I went into engineering school. And when I guess the seed was planted was my senior year, I won a, a site design award where I subdivided a 13 acre lot. And I had to do the CAD design. It was funny because back then in 1984, there was no CAD, but we had this program VersaCAD and we actually designed it in VersaCAD and we won this award. So there's this seed planted and I graduated in civil engineering and the civil engineering thing lasted about six months. I hated sitting at a desk. You know, I love going outside. I wanted to wear shorts, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, this thing's not working for me, you know? So I was doing like legal work at night and this guy's like, Hey, you want to go build a building in Poughkeepsie? So I go and I build my first five story building. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a super project manager, muddled through a project during the winter, built, you know, 32 unit building. And I saw this ad in the paper 
waterfront, New Jersey waterfront. I called my fiance. She goes to my fiance at the time. I was about ready to get engaged. I said, I'm going to be moving back to New Jersey and building a waterfront. She's like, you're crazy. Next thing you know, two weeks later, I was working for the Left Rack organization. I was a super on two 33-story buildings, and I had a chance to literally learn how to build them. And from that point, my mentor said, if you really want to be the best in the world, go to New York City, build skyscrapers, because that's like playing real estate in the, in the major league all-star game. So I went to work for Lear McGovern and I was a project super and I was put on a billion dollar project in Brooklyn. And I built the security industry automated corporation, which handled every New York and American stock exchange transaction. It had 1500 BMS points, pretty fascinating building. I then built the Brooklyn Union gas headquarters. And that's where they had, it was almost like an apprentice program. It was a site safety apprentice program. And they said, hey, since you're managing that project as a super, you can also be the site safety manager. And if you train in this program in 18 months, you'll be a site safety manager. And you need that if you want to build buildings over 100,000 square feet. So I earned that license at like 26. And I was fortunate to finish the Brooklyn Union Gas headquarters. And I started you know, raising up the ranks in Bovis. And I became a project manager and I ran the E91 headquarters working hand in hand with Rudy Giuliani. And it was the first New York project ever built on time and under budget. And right after that, I had, uh, you know, I had about a million square feet of commercial under my belt and about a thousand residential units. And I kept playing it. I was with Bovis till probably 1996. And then I went to work for some huge developers in New York City. I built uh, East 64th Street, 80th and 3rd, a couple others. The Manhattan Club uh, was another extraordinary project. And then I went to work for a little small GC. Brought them from, it was a women's business-owned enterprise. Brought them from 5 to 40 and realized, you know, I had some talent. And in 1997, I opened up KJV Development. And I was telling my story on a golf course. And I landed my first 12-acre uh, property and ended up quitting my job and it started from there, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I go back to the college thing. We talked about this a little bit before the show. You know, my, my college experience was one and done. One semester and I was done, right? You know, and, and that just proves that school isn't for everybody because like you said, and, and Ken, I want to try and quote you here. You said that after six years of college, you, you, you went to all these classes and you never learned how to make any money. Yes. What you learned how to do was be a civil engineer or do this job or do this task or do this, but it never taught you how to make money. What taught you how to make money was your on-the-job experiences that, that you just relayed to me that I, I'm absolutely fascinated by because that's the one thing that I know in my life would have helped me so much was to have spent time like you did working for other people and working your way up the ranks to then step out on your own shingle and be able to work at that level. I'm sure you and I can stand here and, uh, all day and swap construction stories. But for our listeners, you know, what is it that, that when you're looking at this, you, you talk about this job on the golf course where you got your first 12 acres to develop, you're, you, you know, you start out and you, you have 12 acres of ground and you're gonna build a skyscraper and you know you gotta get the cash flow. How are you breaking this down in your mind to make sure that this project works? Yes, exactly. You know, and it's funny because I, I think like a paper napkin sometimes, you know, and that's one of the things I'd say the one thing which was actually practical that I got out of college was analyze your deals on a paper napkin so you don't make a mistake, you know. And honestly, when I got that site, my first thinking was very basic. It was 
the land cost is going to be, you know, 20 million. Um, I can build a hundred thousand square feet right now. Construction costs at that time were probably about four and a quarter a square foot in the city. That's another whole story. <laughs> the numbers are just ridiculous. Yeah. And the rule, the rule of thumb was, you know, take 25% of the hard plus the land. And that's your soft cost. Add those three numbers. That's your total development cost. With that, you, you have banking relations. Be conservative. Say that you're only going to get, say, a, you know, a 70% LTV. Take that 30% equity. Put that number off to the side for a minute. Look at what on that 100,000 square foot is buildable. So if you have a, you know, typical loss factor, say of 15%, work with 85,000. Look at what revenue you can create from the 85,000. You know, if you're in the business, understand what your expense ratio is. Come up with an, you know, a quick estimated NOI and then relate that to the equity that you have in. And then what I usually do is I have a criteria that I know that if I reach, I think it's a 1.3 on a development deal because most development deals, you know, it's going to take two years before you get your first money coming in, right? So you need like a 1.3 ratio in order to be able to syndicate it, right? So my first thinking on a project is that aspect. And, you know, and, I, and that's kind of what I incorporated. I, I call it the top-down thinking that I brought into, the, into a formula where people, you know, doing residential can go, wow, if I treat that and I syndicate this single family home and I, you know, someone gives me money, you know, I make an extraordinary return. So it's the concept works well across the board, you know. So I want everybody to take and I want you to stop the, stop this right now and I want you to rewind it and I want you to get a piece of paper because what Ken just told you was very similar to the formulas that I use when I look at what can I build and will it work? So guys, he just laid out for you how to do this with a single family home, a, a, a duplex, a fourplex, a 12plex, whatever the number is of units. He just told you guys what you got to do, where you're going to get your money, what kind of rents you got to have. He just laid it all out for us. So guys, go back, rewind this and listen to that again. I wish I had the, the ability to animate this and, and really show it where he is explaining to you line by line by line, guys, how to pencil a deal and, and know on a napkin without spending a boatload of money, without spending hours and hours and months and spreadsheets, whether or not it's going to work in 10 minutes. Yes. and then start digging in. Ken, that is absolutely pure gold, what you just said. That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Know, and that's why I, I coined my paper napkin analyzer because, you know, when my professor, and I, I honestly swear because when I went to NYU and I was like, you know, I got all these degrees, civil engineering. I don't want to be an engineer. I want to learn how to do real estate. And, you know, I went to this curriculum. like, oh, you need to take this class. I'm like, no, I'm not taking that class. All right. I could teach that class. I want to learn something international and I want to learn how to do deals. I want to learn how to analyze a deal. And I remember the guy saying, and I, and I swear the first deal I did, I kept the paper napkin. You know, you put it in a frame. Yeah. And what that paper napkin does, you know, it gives you that snapshot at stabilization. And then, and then you go, okay, let me, let me now look at, you know, the other, you know, components of, of how I can, you know, increase the return, right? You have your mortgage reduction return, you have your depreciation, you have your appreciation, and you add on your cash on cash. Then the next thing you know, your IRR is looking good, you know, and, you know, or better than what it was, and you can move on it, you know?
But, you know, Ken, it's so funny because sometimes people take, you know, they, they call it a deep dive where they go in and they got this really fancy spreadsheet. The next thing you know, you're so far from the truth, right? It doesn't even make sense. It's not relatable. And if you can't make this explainable in a napkin, if you can't make this deal make sense in a four inch square, it's probably not going to work. Yes. Because to get to that derivative or to, you know, we got to multiply by this, we got to do this market research, we got to project out, we got to this, we got to that. If, if it doesn't work in a four by four square, it's probably not going to work. And that's the thing that they never teach you in school. Yes. That's the thing that's beautiful about the simplicity of what you just said is, look, if this will work, then from there, you're going to expand it. Your, your returns are going to get better. You're going to know that there's some room in here. There's an ability to increase the profitability. But by and large, it worked in a four inch square and we can go from there. That's awesome. So now uh, we, we, we want to shift gears a little bit and we want to talk about, I mean, you mentioned Rudy Giuliani, okay? Uh, the first New York project built on time and under budget, right? Uh, what a what a what a milestone that was. You also talk about uh, you've also let us know that you worked with uh, Donald Trump and his organization. Love him, hate him, doesn't matter. The man has built the real estate empire. Tell us what you did with 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 former President Trump. Yeah, we I met Donald Trump. I worked with him closely, actually, on his 40 Wall Street project. I built the Manja restaurant for a client. So, you know, I used to see Donald come in a lot, but had met him, you know, on one of the residential teams that built his Riverside Plaza. Yeah, so I was on the the Ratner team. You've, you've probably heard of Bruce Ratner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, Forest City Ratner. I built Metro Tech for him. He, he went on to own the Nets. And, wow. uh, you know, it was it was real big. But So you've yeah, worked we, with we, you've worked with some of the best and the brightest. Yeah, I was fortunate. You know, I, was, I, I had some training with, with some big time developers and then I finally connected the dots and realize the civil engineering thing that just clogged my brain, <laughs> you, right. know, uh, you know, I was more of a street guy. Like I was telling you, you know, I grew up on, on the streets of Brooklyn, enjoying Italian food every Sunday. Right. You know, so uh, th that's where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. And it was later in life. You realized that that was because you had gangster relatives, right? <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say they had some of the, the names with the vowels, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so then in, in this, in working with some of the best and the brightest and realizing that their formulas weren't much different than yours, they were doing things that you were watching happen. You, you came up with what you call the modern wealth building formula. Yes. What, explain to us what that is. I mean, you've already blown us away with the napkin thing. <laughs> but what is, this, what is this modern wealth building formula? It, it's a funny story and you may not believe it, but, and I'm not good at games or video games or anything, but you know, one day I was sitting there and you know, I'd done a lot of Tony Robbins stuff and I'm always thinking about massive action. So I, you know, I had this, you know, I had these letters floating in my head and I had just taken a course with landmark. It was on wisdom and, you know, I've always been a leader, but you know, I want to be a bold leader. And then I, you know, I kept thinking about how I forward thinking and this word was, was scrambled in my head, MBF, you know, whatever BF. And I came up with modern wealth building formula, which was really about the massive action I had taken and the wisdom that I had accumulated over the years, because, you know, I just, I didn't know where to obtain it with mentors and, and then the bold leadership and really stepping up and being a leader. And then the out, you know, the out of the box or forward thinking, whatever you want to call it. 
you know, I came up with this formula and I was like, well, what is this formula? You know, what have I been doing? You know, I've been finding deals and funding deals and facilitating deals. So you're fine funding and facilitating. And you have this Tony Robbins twist and you, know, you study with Jack Canfield and Dale Carnegie and Landmark. And, you know, so you have this whole self-mastery thing and process mastery and influence integrity-based human influence. And, you know, all of a sudden I started to put what I believed was a formula. I then started testing it. It had worked with skyscrapers. It worked with commercial real estate, worked with residential. I was then uh, a partner at a company called Flippin' USA. And we did 137 deals in one year. And I was like, wow, I should really get all this stuff that's in my head on paper and see if I can help others make it bigger than myself. I started reading about some of the statistics to realize, you know, 42%, I think it was two years ago, of people retiring have less than 10 grand. Yeah. I'm like, you know, people got to start collaborating and you get, you know, hammered over the head with the pandemic. And just when people are getting ahead, they get slammed down, you know? So I just, I kind of came up with the formula to help people, you know, cause my, my purpose in life is to bring people to their greatness and let them, one of my favorite movies as a kid was pay it forward, you know? And you know, for years I was in significance and certainty. And as Tony says, you know, you'll, you'll never be happy if you're focused on significance and certainty, you know, you got to lose the ego and you got to get into contribution and, and growth, you know, that's growth and contribution is where you have to live, you know, and paying it forward, you know, because giving is receiving, right. you know, and that's what, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So, so you've been able to capsulize that. And, and, you know, this is one thing that I'm, I've found in my life and, and what you're saying, uh, Ken just really resonates with me because it's, it's, it's jumbled in your head. It's scrambled. It takes time for it to get worked out for you to come up with what, with, with the Ken special, you know, the, the modern wealth building formula. And then at that point, you're, you're really able to put that massive action into play where you can now teach others how to do the Ken special, do it the way that I did it without all of the mistakes and all of the detours and all the, the, the long way arounds that I did to get here. And in that part, you find your purpose and you're able to give that away and you're yeah. able to change people's lives by changing their perspective. It's such an amazing thing. And it's yet it's so rare. It's mm. so rare that people like yourselves that have achieved greatness. You've done some amazing things. You've done things that that one in a thousand haven't done. And yet you're able and willing. That's the key word. You're willing to give that away with your modern wealth building formula and being able to help people do that. That is truly, truly extraordinary. And, you know, it, it's something that that very few people do. Thank you very much. You know, and, and I have, I admire what you're doing because, you know, you, you know, you shared with me, you know, you were fortunate to, to have a little, someone at least show you maybe a little quicker than I, you had some generations there. You know, I started, you know, my dad climbed telephone poles and my mom was a bank teller, you know, and right. I guess my journey was a little bit, I would say more sporadic. So, you know, I, I got, you know, I got a little bit, you know, out of it and, you know, and, and it's nice. And I appreciate you, you sharing your feelings because um, it's my pleasure. You know, I'm kind of showing people a little bit about what you do, you know, and I see you're, yeah. you're syndicating some beautiful deals. I'm looking at your job sites. They reminded me of a transit village I built. Yeah. Um, it was 52 units and uh, a quick commute to the city. It sold like hotcakes. Um, 
but yeah, I just love what you're doing too there, buddy. Well, and you know, you know, the thing is though, Ken, it, it's, it's so funny because, you know, I, I've always used the term I, with, with my dad and my mom, I got to stand on the shoulders of giants, right? My, my dad was the son of a mechanic, right? And, and he and my mom figured out real estate together. You know, my great grandfather sold real estate before the great depression. My grandma sold real estate because she wanted to buy a car to find a husband. You know, there was a story behind it, right? My mom sold real estate because my dad was building houses and how he came about that was the biggest change in our family because he was able to come from a wage earner Yes. right to an entrepreneur that's the that's the transition that you made in your life after years of 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 working with all these different great people and learning the systems that they yep. did to make this happen that was the transition that my father did at 22 years old when he stepped out of being a mechanic working for the union and took on this entrepreneurial role and and that's where i got my start was in the entrepreneurialism but I didn't have any banking background. I didn't have any business background. I didn't have any apartment building background. I didn't get any of those things. I went straight into business. So nobody's going to let me peek at their business model. Right. Yeah. And so I had to hard knock my way through this. But the thing that I've also like you, I think I've found the greatest satisfaction in the last couple of years is this giving back. Is yeah. this, you know, I, I, I got it now. I, I got a challenge. You got the modern wealth building formula. That sounds that sounds nice. Right <laughs> now, I got to come up with something that sounds nice, too. But it's it is. It's about that. And the podcast for me is a way to do that because I'm able to bring yeah. people like you, yeah. which I, I got to tell you, Ken, I, I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate having someone like yourself with your experience on the show to be able to tell us these things that, you know, Boise, Idaho, we got we got a 20 story building. That's the tallest one we got, right? Your third project was a 33 story, right? Yeah. So we're already we're already outclassed by what you did, you know, a couple of years back. But what I'm looking at is you're 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 giving this knowledge to us, you know, and you're improving the lives around you. So uh but I want to I want to hit on uh, you, you mentioned uh, you guys uh, you were working with a company flipping USA, you worked on flipping houses. Uh you know, how how was that process compared to building skyscrapers? Yeah, and, and you know, the funny thing was, um, and so you can get the context of um, working on flipping houses. So, so I came in as a partner CEO to take a model and bring it national. So I came in with the skyscraper top-down thinking to what I call was a group of misfits that, that had a synergy. And what we did was I looked at what they did and we studied it and we then put a system behind it with software where literally we would scrape, we would scrape all the uh, auction sites, things would light up on the board. We had an office with ping pong tables, trampolines, TV studios, like couches, fun, fun, fun. And what we would do is we'd scrape sites, things would light up that was below market value because we would be extracting from Zillow. Then I had Facebook Live where I had analytical managers in, in cubicles analyzing properties, calling foreclosures. I had failed. I called them reconnaissance managers. One guy was a Marine. He set up the team. I had bank keys. I was going in houses. We would literally go to seven, eight auctions a week, and we were we were hitting it hard. So we we bought you know over 10 a month, and we put the system together. And then I knew it wasn't going to last because I was doing the development side of Flipping USA. I purely went there to see if the formula would work. Because most people will say you don't need other you don't need other people's money to do wholesaling, but when you want to scale it like this, you need other people's money, right? I had people 
handing me stacked of certified checks going in. I was paying him 20% all day long. We were making 200% return, selling the projects back to us, doing retail, making another revenue stream. And that's why I went to Flipping USA to prove the modern wealth building formula. As soon as I proved it out, I left. Um, I then seen, I got to write this book. I got to get into some, some bigger stuff, get back into the city. I went, you know, into New York. I, I actually had a concrete company. I cracked the code in New York. As I told you, you know, you got to crack the code. We built right. New York. We built uh, skyscrapers non-union. And, uh, and then, you know, my recent transaction, we bought a $6 million mortgage for 2.8. We got a CVS. We got affordable housing. We have uh, market rate housing, 20,000 square foot office, restoring a hundred year old restaurant, doing some multi-use. And people are sending us stuff from the city, but the city is uh, shitty shaky right now, but it's going to yeah. come back. Ken, I think, that, I think that what you're getting ready to prove again is that a formula that works in one environment, truly tested through several environments, will keep working, right? I mean, I, I believe that, that your modern wealth building formula applied to a really robust market or a flipping market, because I'm going to assume the timeline on the flipping market was not such a great financial time, right? It worked there. It worked during the good times. You, the concrete company worked when it was great. It's going to work when it's down. Things are going to be changing. But the modern uh, wealth building formula, the baseline for all this is not changing. It's still that four by four napkin and it still works the same flipping way, right? You know, the, the best thing you just said, it's it's kind of been my my cycle, you know, my my cycle formula. Like, you know, the one thing I teach is, you know, then I go, well, you know, what do you want to do in real estate? I said, you need to look at what produces a rate of return because the structure is all the same, you know, and if the if the risk is rewarding you take it you know so you know you got to be equipped and the formula works across the board in any market any cycle and that's why i created it so you could be prepared to weather the cycles in real estate right there's a cycle now like I said i believe you mentioned you know idaho is benefiting because everybody's scurrying new jersey there's no inventory right so there's opportunity we're gearing up making more relationships with family office we're going to start buying and we're rocking and rolling. We're pumping projects into the planning board. Zoom meetings, crazy. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. A little slower, but and, it's moving. And on. that's the same thing, right? It's all coming back to it's all coming back to the way it started with that first twelve acre project. It's that same napkin sketch. It's just now we got we got a new project to put on there, but the 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 same formula has to work. Uh, so I feel bad asking this next question because. We've already gotten so many great things out of you, but what is your best tip? I mean, we've gotten some amazing information already, but what is your best tip for mastering real estate investing? You know, I, I hate to say it, but you, you need to believe, you know, and, and I think the belief system is, you know, 90% of all millionaires are in real estate. You know, if you're concerned about the diversification, you can create diversification through real estate by getting in different markets, different sectors. I think, in anybody's portfolio, you need real estate. Real estate's tangible, um, but it first comes with belief because if you don't believe you can do it, you you can't do it. The next thing is, you know, if you want to accelerate, you know, lose your ego and surround yourself with people that are better than you. You know, till this day, I'm always looking for somebody that's better than me because 
you know, you want to go on vacation once in a while. You know, it's nice to work. If you have a passion for it, you know, I, I can work all day and just because I enjoy it. But, you right. know, there's there's other ways to spend your time. You got to have fun energy, Zeus energy, aspirational energy and goddess energy. You know, that's what it's all about. But, yeah. you know, I, I would say those, you know, those two tips and, and have some fun with it, you know, be able to laugh at yourself. Um, yeah. Don't take life yeah. so serious, you know, and I'm, I'm saying that from from like, uh, you know, from an Italian heritage, even though my name is Van Lu, of, of wor worrying, you know, always worrying about the future. Right. You know? And when you came from nothing, you know, and you weren't paying yourself, you remember when you started in development, you know, sometimes there's those months, there's yeah. no check coming in, you know, yeah. you wait for the approval. And that's why I, I had to create one chapter called Fee Gold. So you can right. pay all fees while you're going through the process. Because <laughs> yeah. when I got started, you know, I didn't have the equity, you know. In the, no, and I and I think that most people that get started in real estate don't, you know. And and the thing that I that I hear you saying that I, I think is so important, and and you said it several times because you've referenced Tony Robbins and, and some other people, you know, you're getting knowledge uh, from others. You're you're making that important that learning is something that you're still doing, right? And learning is something that you're even through your teaching process, you're learning. And I I think that I and, and I hear this. With, with people of your level of success is that they're always still learning, that yeah. they're always still, you know, and, and, and they're teaching what they're learning. And that's the, I think the thing that, that you know, is so important to, to see in, in what you're doing, Ken. I mean, I have it on my bucket list. I have it on my goal for this year to write a book, right? But the reality is to actually get it done. And the reason you write a book isn't because you want to tell all the great stories about yourself. It's to share your information and your knowledge with those around you so that other people can benefit from this, right? Yes. I mean, this has got to be one of my favorite episodes, honestly, and, and no offense to anybody else that I've had on my show, but this is really, really uh, hitting, hitting me right in the heart here. So you've written this book, Modern Wealth Building Principles. You've, you've formulated this out. Where can we find this? Yes. Yeah, the best thing to do is just go right to my website. It's KenVanLu.com. And yeah, I believe the book you can get for free if you pay for shipping. And we also have a free, you know, free 45 minute strategy session that you can sign up for. And Shannon, I'd be glad to send you a few books in the mail. I'd love it. I, I you know, I have a book club uh, with with my employees that I pay them. It's uh, I pay them a dollar for the first book and I double that every book they read and they got to write a three page book report. Right. But nice. there's 13, 13 books in the year. So at the end of the year, if they've read the books, uh, I've paid them $5,000. Right. And I had somebody ask me, you already know the answer to this question, but I had somebody ask me, why would you pay your employees $5,000 to read books? I said, cause it's going to make me <laughs> 50 in the first year with the knowledge that they received. Right. I mean, we're not talking about Harlequin romance novels. Right. I mean, we're talking well, about a lot. Yeah. And, and so it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, it all starts with alignment. What's a better way to do than that? Exactly. I love and, that idea. And, oh, and one of the books on there is Money, Master the Game with Tony Robbins, right? I mean, he makes it so simple. He breaks it down so simple that it doesn't matter yes. if you if you hate real estate, you can't yep. read that book and go, real estate's a dumb idea. You look at that and you go, man, this is genius, right? And, yes. it, and it's and it really helps people to understand the value of learning. Right. So I can tell you next year, your book's going to be on our list of, of, of books to read. And if you guys want to know what books they are, uh, send me an email and I'll, I'll send you my book list. There's 13 books on there. 
but Ken Van Lu can be found at KenVanLu.com. You can get the book there. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to wrap this up because Ken's a busy guy. But Ken, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything else I can squeeze out of you? I mean, this has just been a juicy, juicy episode. But is there anything else you want to tell my listeners? Yes. You know, I really want to just tell everybody that even in these tough times, just stay positive. Everything yeah. is going to work out great. Yeah. I am insured. I've been through some of the most brutal cycles. I was hands on with the, the tragedy when the towers collapsed. I lost my best friend and yeah. I watched New York come back. The country's coming back. Yeah. Keep your head up. Keep plugging and never give up. Yeah. You know, Ken, uh, those are great words. And for those of you that are going through tough times, you know, uh, like Ken, Ken illustrated there, tough people make it. Yes. And, and we are a tough nation. We've got we've got great entrepreneurs that are out there. So, Ken, I really from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for being on the Robnet Real Estate Rundown. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to reading your book. I'll have it done a week after I get it for sure. Thank you, Shannon. It's been a, been my pleasure. So guys, if you if you want to know more um, about the modern wealth building principles, go find KenVanLu.com. You can see him there. He's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, all the usual places. And you can find it in the link below that's attached with this video. So you can find him there. But guys, thanks for tuning in. If you have some feedback you'd like to share, please leave a comment in the notes section. If you enjoyed this episode, Please share it with your friends by using social media buttons right below there. And don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes to get an automatic episode updates on our modern wealth building formula and everything that Ken's got going on. And finally, please take a minute and leave us an honest review and rating on iTunes. We sure appreciate that because at the end of the day, we're trying to make this a better show for you guys. Thanks for listening. Ken, thanks again for being on the show. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank you.